0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to Bitcoin and Markets. My name is Ansel Lindner. Go to BitcoinandMarkets.com and sign up for my free weekly newsletter. All right, let's get into the next one here. It's going to be mining and development section of the fundamentals report. I try to cover as many mining headlines as I can, or at least a couple every week, you know, just to take a glimpse at the headlines, what's going on and stay on top of some of the major developments for mining, because it is the future industry for energy. It's the future industry for banking and et cetera, et cetera. So this is very, very important. All right. Intel announced that they will be making a Bitcoin chip. So the way Bitcoin mining uh, equipment, the way the chips work is that years ago, they made Bitcoin specific chips. And these are chips that run the very specific algorithm that Bitcoin uses. And that's all it does. All right. It's these chips are built to run Bitcoin calculations. That's all they do. So they're called ASICs, application-specific integrated circuits. And so these chip fabrication places, they will make these chips specifically to mine Bitcoin. And Intel has come out and said that they are going to be jumping in this game. So the big ones, you know, TSMC, Nvidia, Intel. These are the big chip fabrication companies and and places in the world. And Intel now is entering the game. So this is a, a pretty, I think, a big deal. I mean, they already make Bitcoin ASICs other places, but you know, Intel's a big name. And if they're putting, they're going to be rolling out a whole new division just to do this, or at least transferring one of their divisions into making Bitcoin ASICs. So. Uh, This is a pretty big deal. And their first customer is Jack Dorsey, which I thought was pretty cool. All right. Next story for mining is about uh, while some states and cities are busy trying to attract the future industry of Bitcoin mining, some cities and states are actively pushing it away. All right. And so this story is about Lansing, Michigan. This is across the river, I think, from East Lansing, which is the capital of Michigan. Lansing is a very blue area. The Democrat mayor got elected by, with two-thirds of the vote, so it's, it's a very blue area. And they had this power plant on the edge of town that someone bought, and they said they were going to make it into a, a data center. And so they got all the paperwork done to make this into a data center. And then it turns out that they're gonna actually going to be mining Bitcoin there. And so then the city council flipped out and have this emergency meeting to change the zoning and to stop this from happening, trying to push out Bitcoin mining out of their city. Um, so I thought that was a, an interesting thing. I, I don't know how this is going to turn out. You know, there's some red states and some blue states and they have, you know, it seems like the blue states are actively pushing business away. And economic activity away. Um, we'll see. I mean, Pennsylvania and, and some of these other places with old coal mines and old power plants, they could join the revolution and mine Bitcoin. But they're controlled by Democrats that want to push that out. They're letting their politics get in the way of future growth. And I mean, it's it's not going to turn out well for them. Anyway. Okay. Next is about the mempool. So for months and months, the mempool has been very quiet. And for people new to Bitcoin, the mempool is the transactions that are waiting to be confirmed. So when you send a Bitcoin transaction, it's broadcast out to all the nodes. Okay, and then the nodes will check it and pass it on, broadcast it again. And once you get that transaction and it's validated, it gets passed on the mempool is these transactions that have have been validated they're waiting to get confirmed into a block and what miners do is miners will order these transactions so if i try to send the same bitcoins to two people you know what happens is it gets caught in the block both of those transactions are valid until they're actually mined into a block and they're they're ordered then the first one to get included is the one that counts that's the double spending that's how Bitcoin solved the double spending is the miners order these transactions into blocks and whatever the miner says is the order. That's the order. As long as it's a valid block. So anyway, we can measure how many transactions are waiting. And that kind of gives us a insight on how busy the network is, what the demand for Bitcoin transactions. And as a corollary to that, what is the demand to receive Bitcoin Because every transaction has a sender and receiver. And if there's more transactions, that means there's more receivers. There's more Bitcoin being received. That means the demand to receive Bitcoin is growing. Hence, a higher amount of transactions means there's more demand for Bitcoin. And that's what the mempool can tell us. And right now, the mempool is the highest in six months. Fees are not out of control. I think they are still, let me check the, I have them listed up here. Uh, 66 cents. That's not bad. If you're sending a million dollars, 66 cents is nothing. Even if you're sending a hundred bucks. Uh, let's see what else about mempool hash rate. So the difficulty, I mean, hash rate difficulty, they haven't really responded to this recent price spike or coming out of this downtrend. We'll see uh, what happens in the future, but you know, it's been growing very quickly over the last few months, the hash rate, the amount of computer power on the network, and so it's it's understandable that there is a period where it is just stable. Uh, so it went through a lot of growth and now it's kind of stabilizing out. But nothing to be concerned about. I mean, it's very strong and stable right now. And that's it, guys. Thank you for joining me. My name is Ansel Lindner. Check me out on Twitter at Ansel Lindner. Make sure you subscribe at Bitcoinandmarkets.com and I'll check you next time. Peace.